0: Welcome to the most aesthetic episode of Speaking of Which, though you cannot see it.
1: (laughs) You cannot see it, but this is the most beautiful setting. We're honestly not worthy. We're not worthy of this. We're sitting by the lit uh, stove in the living room, and we're next to the Christmas tree with presents fully wrapped and underneath it. We have a Sybil Apothecary candle, Spiritus Mundi. Smells like apple cider apple cider and campfire so if you can hear the calming crackling Crackling of the fire yeah you're welcome i wish it
0: would start crackling more
1: it probably will it's just right now still trying to stay lit uh stockings are hung the lights are dimmed we have our tarot decks and our phallic shaped microphone
0: not a thing is stirring (laughs) Not well, even a mouse. <laughs> my indigestion is a bit. <laughs> Except for all the mice in the walls. Yeah. <laughs> They're stirring. Speaking <laughs> of, which, of which. I'm Skyler, And
1: I'm Sammy. Welcome to this week's episode of Speaking of Which. We just gave you an incredible episode. Mm-hmm. A double whammy episode like two days ago. So. We're
0: winging this one. You're
1: welcome. So
0: guys, I just got back from a Christmas like party appreciation slash meeting at the old folks home where I work. And I felt so appreciated. Yeah. Like, they gave me, they made sure I had vegan food.
1: That's so cute. And,
0: like, they gave me money, which is all I want. You mm-hmm. know, like, if a company is gonna do something for me, I don't want a meal. Yeah. You know, I don't want something stupid. I don't want, like, a party. I want cash money. Yeah. And they fucking pulled through. They gave me cash money.
1: Nice.
0: You know, um, not a
1: gift card. The not corporation
0: th- that I work for during the day, the hardware store, yeah. one time, yeah. they put out a plate of carrots for me.
1: Wow. No dip. Wow. They
0: gave me a carrot and they were like, oh, um, and for our vegan, we did make sure you had something. Wow. I, in that moment, I was more mad that they did that. I would rather have had nothing. Nothing. I right. was like, now I feel obligated to eat these fucking carrots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: used to like them, though. I still like them Yeah, though. I know you did. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, mmm. Mm, I love carrots. I love carrots.
0: So, yes, I've, I, 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 there's just no greater feeling than when you get, like, money from people that mm-hmm. appreciate you. <laughs>
1: You're such a Slytherin. I'm, also, you got, like, a little cute ornament. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a little stack of books.
0: Yes, they gave me a little, um, the residents picked out ornaments for the employees based on their personality, and they gave me a little stack of books.
1: Aww. And that's so
0: fucking cute.
1: It's so cute.
0: And then one of my coworkers at the old folks' home, she got her money, and she just started sobbing. Oh, oh. I know. Okay. And she was like, I mean, we weren't expecting to get this, Yeah. And she was like, this means so much to me. And she was like, I know this is absolutely insane. She was like, I just don't have a single dollar. (sighs) Oh. And I was just like,
1: relatable. <gasps> you should have given her yours.
0: Well, I mean, obviously, that thought crossed my mind because you know I'm like a good person. Uh
1: huh, but. I was
0: like, baby girl, I don't need this because she has a daughter and she's yeah. a single mom and you know the whole shebang. Yeah. But I was like, I want my money. <laughs> it's okay. You deserve
1: <laughs> your money. You got your bonus because you work hard. But um, that's really sweet. So now
0: I expose myself on the podcast.
1: I, <laughs> we, I, I you kept... didn't expose anything. Everyone who listens to this already knows your piece of I, shit. I
0: kept my own money, I know. <laughs> oh my
1: god, I'm so crazy. I just I couldn't give away my cash. My cold hard cash.
0: So I'm so excited to give you your gift for Christmas.
1: I'm really excited for you to give me my gift too. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> because I so sort of know what it is but not really mm-hmm. like i have no idea really what it looks like Because i don't like want to hype it or... up too
0: much but i did show christina on the trip and she, she remember w- she said yeah. it gave her goosebumps
1: yes i really think that that was genuine <laughs> i don't think that she's you know, I, someone like, that's gonna like
0: she stuck her arm out made me feel the goosebumps and i didn't Aww. know how to, i didn't know how to tell her i, I was like whenever her. people have me feel goosebumps i've never been able to feel them
1: oh well, she listens to this oh, podcast no. sometimes. <laughs> so, Christina, Skylar was like, "Wow, yeah, the goosebumps—they're like,
0: huge!" Wow, <laughs> and he didn't the know the biggest goosebumps I've ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. for any other fellow unable to feel goosebumpers out there, you're not alone. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That could be a title, unable to feel goosebumps. Yeah. Okay. So raise I, your
1: hand if you're an unable to feel goosebumper.
0: So, So, um, what's the vibe of this podcast? Because I found an article that the vibe is actually whatever
1: you want it to be. So
0: just the title of this article made me laugh. So let's just talk about this title and then move on. We'll see what happens. Okay, I love that. Because so, uh, actually, um, listeners. Sammy said that um, she went to psychology today for me because I was at the work event. Yeah,
1: I was like, don't worry, baby girl. I'll help. To, <laughs> I'll try and do something. I'll try and do something for the podcast. And I was like, what with, you know, WWSD? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I went to psychology today. And I was like, this website is so fucking boring. And like, was on the homepage. And I was like, I hate it here. I maybe clicked on one episode. I didn't know
0: how to mine the data. I know, but I
1: went to like I sort of spent a little bit of time on there, and I found one uh, article that was sort of talking about like um, I I was like, "Am I on the wrong website?" Because this article was so awful. Like I know we read awful articles. We read awful articles. But like this one, literally, was about why single people should be getting gifts, and why they shouldn't have to give gifts to married couples with children.
0: Wait, what? I know. <laughs> so whoever so wait, wrote wait, that wait. was single.
1: Yes, <laughs> no, and you know what? You went down to, I should have saved it.
0: I wonder if it was like you a fun went, no, you editorial. You scrolled
1: down to the bottom, right, to see who, who wrote this article, because I skimmed a little bit of it, and I was like, this has gotta be like just a clickbait. Like, this yeah. has gotta be a joke, or like there's gotta be something in here. No, it was not only, real and fully written about that it was aggressive <laughs> and this author this author Can that you wrote this calling was your friend angry. Allison and
0: being like what did you get me?
1: Yeah. Um, and also <laughs> like, I don't need to get you anything. And they gave examples of why, because married people get anniversary gifts for each other. They're always getting like extra things and they have other things to celebrate Whereas single people don't have anything. So instead of giving in your child's already getting me gifts reading from that you, being like, hell yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and your child's already getting gifts from you. So you shouldn't have to give that child a gift from like the single person. It's those married couples that should have to give the gift to the single person. And I was like, okay, I'm not like total I like I could get behind some sort of argument about this, but there's there's some anger underneath here that doesn't this feels pretty what? biased. So like, I I, scr- like
0: what happened to this person in Christmas you? of ninety-eight literally. <laughs> they the, like, rage?
1: You know, when you go down to the author and it like gives you like a little summary, like if they've written mm. anything or what their bio their bio was like expert singleologist. And like, I, it was it was basically alluding to the fact that like all they write about is like why single people need to be given like power gifts <laughs> and like need to be appreciated. I
0: really resonate with this person. <laughs> and
1: then then this author, I wish I remember the name, wrote a book that was like one is better than more or something like random. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? She she has literally given in her whole life. <laughs> To this like archetype of like if you're with anybody, you're the problem.
0: Someone is gonna lick the cooch one day.
1: Yeah, I know. She's gonna gonna abandon everything she's
0: ever said. Oh Oh."
1: Got it. Okay. (laughs) I see what's the problem here. So I tried. um, Didn't know what to make of that, other than to bring it up and like laugh about it. Um, I was trying to even think of like some weird segue. If listeners want to send
0: gifts, by the way, what? If if any of our listeners that are coupled want to make sure they're following today's psychology advice,
1: yeah, and wants to send Skylar and send me
0: gifts, please do.
1: How would they do that? Don't give our address on the podcast. You're better than that. (laughs) Just um,
0: send it to the nearest I don't know casino and I'll <laughs> I'll pick it up. What
1: is Robin doing? You? So like DM me on Instagram. Or so something. you know, actually
0: speaking of um, being single, which you know, I, I guess really, guys, I'm not single. I'm kind of seeing someone, is, but you know, guys, is this
1: how you're announcing?
0: It? Um, I didn't know I needed announcing. You know how it, it is. It Felt guys. like
1: you were announcing. And, you know, guys,
0: <laughs> in gay world, it's just like. What even are we?
1: <laughs> I think that's your world. <laughs> I think that's just me. I think
0: mean, that's just you. But speaking of. But I'm so, happy this for article you. is called Six Signs That You Might Be Rejection Sensitive.
1: I don't think you're rejection, rejection sensitive. I think you're rejection heavy. I'm, you're I'm like, rejection
0: like, passionate. <laughs>
1: you're like, if you, if you were on The Voice, you would be like accidentally hitting your rejection button. Like, you'd be Constantly. like. <laughs> you'd get anxious and you'd just like lean on it and then like...
0: So it says, to begin healing, learn to identify whether you are overly vulnerable. Are you? So I thought we could talk about that. <laughs> do you need, so first of all, do, do you, you consider yourself right rejection sensitive? Uh...
1: Mm, I think maybe in what context. We it depends be.
0: on the circumstance. And yeah. The like if
1: in relationships. Yes. <laughs> in anything else. No. I don't think so.
0: No. What if like you were in a workplace where they rejected you? Like, I feel like rejected I would. Rejected
1: me. How? Like didn't give me a job? No, Uh-oh.
0: not, not, not give you a job, um, but um, like I've had instances where I have worked places where suddenly I felt rejected, you know, like suddenly you're the, the black sheep. Yeah, you know? but that's
1: not really rejected more than, like,
0: I feel like that's a form ostracized. of rejection, you know? Okay. Because, yeah. like, ostracized is also really similar to being rejected.
1: Okay, okay. You know? I'm, getting on your, I'm getting where you're going with this. So, okay. like, I feel
0: like I could be rejection sensitive in that case. Like, if my coworker suddenly didn't like me anymore and, like, rejected me.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? You know how, like, uh, you can have an, a new organ for a long time and yeah. suddenly your body rejects it? That's me everywhere I've ever worked.
1: I don't I don't know because I'm thinking of the particular instance which I think you're alluding to Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's more so rejection sensitive Mm -hmm. uh, because there's been plenty of instances where people just don't like me and (laughs) and, I'm comfortable with that and I've I've come to to terms with it's not my problem it's theirs Mm -hmm. but when it gets to the point where it's like active rejection like where they they spend every morsel of their time and energy to make you feel rejected that does gnaw on a person's that would hurt uh, anybody I feel like yeah it just um yeah it was in a really yeah difficult situation in a work environment where it was it was be I was I don't know
0: that was like super rejection yeah, from, that from costs, one that person. like
1: I feel like it was beyond rejection and into like
0: <laughs> pure hatred. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that was <laughs> I feel like we crossed the line between like rejection and like harassment. You know? Oh, what I yeah.
0: Mean?
1: We're like if I guess we can I'd rather be I def- the I'd rather this,
0: be rejected than harassed. Oh, sure.
1: absolutely, absolutely. And so like I guess harassment is a form of rejection, mm-hmm.
0: but harassment is um, also a form of obsession. So mm-hmm. it's it's so weird because you're simu- like they're simultaneously obsessed with you yeah. and rejecting you.
1: Yeah. People just get really obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> and particularly about uh, obsession about hating me. <laughs> and, that's, and that's where the toxicity really starts to boil.
0: <laughs> so it says you may experience sensitivity to rejection in different areas of your life. Mm. We covered that. So yeah. that there's workplace rejection, yeah. um, relationship rejection, um, like when you try to make a new friend at the grocery store and they reject you, you know I it don't can happen. Do you get rejected anywhere. a lot? Do you? I do. <laughs> <So it> says,
1: <laughs> you really do, actually. Wait a, minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I was like, wait, no, you don't. Everyone oh.
0: You know, it's because I smear it on heavy. <laughs> yeah. And I and I do that because I need to filter out the week. You know?
1: No, you are the weak. I,
0: <laughs> You're filtering out yourself. So, I mean, I am weak, so I need to filter out the fellow weak. Uh-huh. You know, two weak plus weak does not equal strong. You know? That's I, true.
1: I can't... That's true. I can't be
0: surrounding myself with weak people. I because know.
1: I am the weak people. <laughs> yeah. I
0: have a life to survive here. <laughs> so, guys, there are six common reactions to rejection sensitivity. And developing compassionate self-awareness for your rejection sensitivity can help you feel emotionally stronger and become more resilient. So that was lovely, I guess.
1: <laughs> what a nice. Oh, I forgot night. to say.
0: I forgot to say, guys, that this article is from Psychology Today, <laughs> and it's by Leslie Becker, and she has a PhD. Wow. So she knows things. Mm. She
1: knows things. She she's paid a lot of money for a degree.
0: So, uh, let's see. Do you believe that you overreact at all? Think about your experiences of rejection and ask yourself, do I tend to overreact? Yeah, always. Consider whether you tend to see rejection in ambiguous situations or you respond to small rejections as monumental ones. For instance, every time Stan's supervisor asked to see him, he was sure that he was going to be fired, (laughs) despite that supervisor giving him frequent positive feedback. Now, I do this too, actually. Like, every time my boss calls me over to talk Mm -hmm. to me, I'm like...
1: This is it. This is it. Yeah. This
0: is fucking it.
1: Yeah. And in fact they're like, You did a really great job. Yeah, you did today. a really great job. Yeah, you're and, like, and then he in, hates in me. In
0: my mind I'm like, oh, this is just to soften the fucking blow.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You did a great job, but we all hate you. Actually, <laughs> you're you're, out of here. yeah,
1: you're never allowed back here again.
0: And I actually got my review, like my yearly review at work like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like really great. Like they said really nice oh, things, that's and nice. and I was shocked because I'm always convinced that I'm like the worst one. Oh, you probably I can't are. do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, they must give everybody these glowing positive reviews. No. And then one of my coworkers came up to me
1: today, oh, and no. she got
0: her review today, and she was like, I'm pissed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, you know, I love gossip you know Uh i love talking about things we know and i was like and in my mind i had to pretend to be like oh you know oh my god you don't have to tell me if you don't want to it's okay but obviously i was like what happened
1: yeah
0: she was like i got my review Mm -hmm. and i was like was it like the rest of ours like was it just glowing and she was like no oh no and i was like what do you mean yeah and she was like he hates me (laughs) and I was like oh I was like I feel that way too hey, try, try. Try, try, and then try. she was like no he literally said that I do nothing and I was like in my mind I was like okay girls Yeah. And she was like he, he
1: recognizes that you've really
0: and she's a little bit older than me and she was like and I, I thought this was rude she was like he said I walk like an 80 year old woman well does she yeah <laughs> she was like no, my no, feet no. hurt by the end of the day
1: okay is this the girl- Wears high heels all day.
0: No, that's at the old folks' home. Oh,
1: okay. So this wasn't the old folks' home. No. Okay. <laughs> Got you.
0: She's not allowed to wear I was like, how anymore? is
1: somebody that that is a manager of an old folks' home allowed to give a review to someone saying you walk like an eighty-year-old? <laughs>
0: no, <this laughs> like was, that
1: seems this like, like a hate the, crime. This was at
0: the hardware store. Okay. <laughs> so she gets this review and like it was just like really scathing and mean and nasty. Hmm. And if I had gotten something, maybe like he that, wants
1: to have sex with her. No. And is playing the, like...
0: The long con? Mm, like, uh, no. Bad cops? So, like, if I was her, and and she... And so, like, this is an example. She really... She felt fucking rejected. Oh, and she was that's like sad. she was, like, I am never working hard again. <laughs> and the, in my mind... That kind of alludes to what we talked about we, last yeah, episode. But in my mind, I was, like, well, this is kind of part of the review, because I've never seen, <laughs> seen you work hard at all. At all. <laughs> she's but now like, I'm definitely not yeah, going to. Yeah,
1: she's, like, well, that's solves well, it. that settles it. If he it. thinks I don't do anything, I'll do um, anything. Nothing more.
0: <laughs> and I was like, yes, queen, get it. Yeah. And then she'd be like, we can't talk about anything unwork related because I'm worthless. <laughs> like she was being so over the top about it. Aww. And it was amazing. But she totally felt totally rejected. So yeah. in the workplace, I feel like you got to be really careful with the way you give feedback because yeah that would knowing well, my absolutely boss
1: absolutely you do yeah
0: because that was that should seem obvious but my boss is ancient he's like 70 oh,
1: and so i feel like not he, that old but okay
0: he's ancient okay <laughs> and so he doesn't realize that um when you give feedback that's meant to be like harsh and constructive yeah. you know that if, if you don't word it correctly it just seems like you're rejecting that person yeah. and you don't care about them
1: was this written it was written. Yeah, so that makes even more of a difference well, I mean, too. So like, he
0: reads it to you what he oh, wrote. Oh,
1: that's so. Yeah, and okay. so you just
0: kind of have to sit there while he reads things about you. And mm-hmm. like for me, it's nice when it's compliments. Yeah. However, when in my review he said I am, I tend to be a follower and that I'm not much of a leader.
1: That's everything you've been working towards. High <laughs> five! I'm so proud I was of like, you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> you literally try so hard to not be a leader
0: and uh he was like he was like i want to see you in more of a leadership role and then I, i looked him in the eye and i was like my friend yeah no yeah you know i was like pay me to be a leader and i'll be a leader but that's, not true, that's not true, though. It's not true. Yeah,
1: you, you're I pay like, pay no, me you, to be
0: a leader, and I'll pretend to be a leader.
1: And you're like, I'm gonna be the best follower. I'm gonna be I've the ever. best. I'm gonna be
0: such a good follower that people follow me. Yeah, you know, and then I end up leading. So that's that for that. So, but Aww. so basically, I, we were talking about overreacting.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you think she overreacted? I.
1: But, I mean.
0: Like, let's say you got, like, a really harsh review. Are you the type of person to take it in stride, or are you the type of person that's like, I'm never working hard <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I'm the opposite. I was thinking about when he was saying that, and I was like, obviously, like, nobody likes to feel rejected. I feel like I'm, I'm not black and white about things, but I do feel like I'm pretty self-aware on, like, certain aspects of my life that trigger me more than others, right? Mm-hmm. And rejection isn't typically one of those that, like, I focus on a whole lot because it's not something that feels like it comes up in a raw form. Like obviously it's connected to other things like we said, like like uh, harassment is a form of rejection and nobody wants to be harassed. But I mean just like like minor, or, you know, things like, you know, getting a bad work review or something like that. Those typically didn't bother me as much. I would think about them a lot and I would like, you know, digest them and they'd be heavy on my mind, but they wouldn't Cause me to like react or overreact or feel like super triggered by like like if I knew it was a a criticism or a feedback or end a review or whatever I was a lot better at like you know taking that and sectionalizing it as like this is a review what I get more sensitive about is like really little things like body language to me like the things that are unspoken the things that are like between the lines there was a few times we were on the cruise and there were a few people we interacted with that weren't in our group that were you know hanging along tagging along or whatever we were you know friendly with them and there was a few looks or body language signals or conversation lows or silences in which I could feel that there was some sense of rejection, whether it was an uncomfortability, whether it was, um, I don't like what this person just said or whatever coming from other people, not from me. Mm-hmm. And I took that personally, even if it wasn't directed towards me, like watching other people, re- uh, interact. Um, if they're a couple, if they're friends or whatever, and I see somebody else being rejected, I take that very personally. (laughs) Call it fucking empathy, call it fucking whatever you want, but that shit makes me feel instantly like I'm being rejected. Mm -hmm. So like an end-of-the-year work review, I hope I'm being clear about that because I'm trying to be vague but not too vague. Like I think it's more so like I get feel really rejected by minor... Social cues and body language pickups, then like um, something concrete, then like something concrete, or if that's someone that's written
0: and like fixable, like if
1: somebody straight up is like, no, I've been told multiple times by people, <laughs> they're like that are just like, I don't like you, and I don't know why. <laughs> to a lot of people that would crush them. To me, I'm like, all right, sounds like your problem. You're just you know what I mean? And I'm just list. like, yeah.
0: <laughs> you scroll. I'm like,
1: all right. Well, that sucks for you because I'm a great person. Like it, it <laughs> genuinely doesn't affect me. And I've had you know negative work encounters where whatever, whatever. But I I find that I feel rejected when the conversation, I guess it comes down to communication in like a, a personal connection, like with George and I, or even you and I, I can tell when you're talking and you mean something else, but you're saying something else and the communication isn't clear mm-hmm. and you won't just be honest and, and, and forthcoming <laughs> about what you mean. And to me, that rejection feels worse Mm. And I take it more personally than if you were to just be direct with me. But everybody's mm. different. You know what I mean? So I'm like
0: the opposite. To me, it's like always the actual words that are spoken mm. that like mean the most. You yeah. know, like
1: which is why we are mortal, mortal, Evan, emon- em- <laughs> Mor- Which is fanatic. why we're mortal, emonies. <laughs> take that. <laughs> yeah, I feel the thing that you're
0: talking about on the cruise. I'm so oblivious. Like I do not notice other people's cues. Mm. Um, that's
1: all I am focused on is other people,
0: and uh, <clears throat> like my my brothers also struggle with this, and uh, we just uh, I don't know like what is going on in our brains that's non neurotypical, but we cannot pick up on social cues. Mm. Like we cannot know when people are what people are feeling or thinking.
1: I would say that's not true. Mm. I w- not not th- not for like your brothers. I don't know them, but like yeah. I have seen you. Like, I don't think that you're as, like, honed in as me, but there's been things that I've zoned in on and, like, later been, like, did you, you notice know, brought, this? and you've been like, oh, yeah, and mm-hmm. you knew it. I just don't think you're as hyper-focused on them as I am mm-hmm. um, because I know other people in our lives that have zero social awareness <laughs> and just...
0: And we love them for it. Yeah,
1: and it's just... I just don't think that people are as, like, uh, you know focused on certain social cues and like i am a, a little bit of obsessive over, over it partially because my entire narrative inside my head that? the fire
0: no it's it, it like there was footsteps upstairs no <laughs> there spooked.
1: wasn't really yes <laughs> is it phoebe where's she at she's on the couch oh okay um yeah i feel like most of my inner dialogue is like thinking of like astrology so (laughs) i'm speaking a different language in my head at all times and watching people and like interpreting mathematical
0: equations and like orbits like
1: that's what it feels like in my (laughs) fucking head at all time i'm just like i'm just associating certain astrology things to the way people think or feel or express themselves or interact physically with other people or what they say they eat or you know you know, how tired they're getting and how tired the rest of the group is. Or like, I just am always like information input about astrology. And then in turn, I'm like really aware of like what people are saying without saying things. Um, so I'm easily hurt by what I either think I'm picking up and maybe I could be wrong or I'm, you know, just sensing like, oh, this person just is irritated right now at me but it's not my fault but I'm still like I can tell they're just irritated in general. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I play it off really well in person. I play it I play it off really well I think in person. But in the inside I'm like, ah, oh, that little eye so, flutter means that they are irritated at me right now. And uh
0: Was that an eye flutter?
1: I'm being rejected. Um, But if my boss, if I had a boss and they came up to me and was like, you are the worst employee ever. I would have been
0: like. That would happen to me. I
1: would be like, all right. Well. um, I know. I'm sorry you feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're the worst boss ever.
0: So. You know what I mean? -hmm.
1: We're perfect for each other. Potato, potato. Yeah. So.
0: So we established overreacting. Well, actually. um, Do I overreact?
1: (laughs) <laughs> Do you I know. overreact?
0: I think I can have like a meltdown, but if I have a chance to sleep on it, like in the moment, I feel like I Skylar, I feel like I. Freak <laughs> I'll let out. you
1: finish your sentence. But if
0: I have a chance to sleep on it and wake up the next day, then usually I'm fine.
1: It's so funny because the things that you should be like should you know yeah. quotation should be like overreacting about, about you don't react at all to. <laughs> And I have to try and gas you up for a reaction. Like, I'll be like, wait, no, they did what? And you don't feel this way. And you you just did this and you don't care. Or they don't care. And you're like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, so you're just going to let something like this happen. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, All right. And then something like a minor fucking inconvenience, like your car not working, but like mm. it's a car. Mm. You might have to pay money or whatever. I have seen you go into a full-blown overreaction (laughs) meltdown. Like, your car rejected you for a moment, and you thought... And I was rejected by God. Yeah, and you (laughs) thought you could open the hood and see if everything was okay. (laughs) And you were obsessive about getting in that hood.
0: (laughs) I just had to see. Yeah. I just had to see if it was still there. Yeah. Mm. I was worried that, like, maybe while I was driving, like, I was like, maybe the engine's gone. (laughs) You know? Like, I had to know.
1: Yeah, I think our (laughs) listeners are getting what I'm trying to apply to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, it's so, just so funny I don't know I just feel like oh did it stop recording just then uh, I don't think so look at that oh it did that was for, it did for a second um, yeah so
0: so I um, think you
1: react in my opinion from an outside perspective I think you overreact in all of the times where <laughs> I don't expect you to, and then you don't react react for other things. For things that are such a big deal. Like when I
0: lost my vaccine card in New Orleans, I was like, guys, don't worry, I'll just go home.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's fine, I just won't go on the cruise.
0: Yeah. And I was was like,
1: like, like, guys, I'm not even mad. Oh my God. You're like, it's fine. You know what? I didn't need this vacation. (laughs)
0: Guys, I wasn't born to be I happy. I haven't
1: been looking forward to this and saving for months. It's fine. <laughs>
0: Everything's fine. Everything's fine. So um, another thing that happens to people when they face rejection besides overreacting is being unable to move forward. Mm. It says one: people overreact is that they ruminate about failing or being rejected, like water flushing in the toilet. That's a strange what analogy. Interesting. Like water analogy. flushing in the toilet, to so their thinking spirals down. With a dark hole that you they are unable to climb out of. That is you. Um, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I, can I think, things. I mean, like, I definitely
0: am a flushing toilet spiral <laughs> towards a, a dark hole, but I think once I'm flushed, I'm flushed and then I feel back up. You know, I feel like I usually move forward.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: But I do flush. Like, I will spiral. Yeah. But you know, once the water, once the poopy water is gone, I fill with fresh water. Yeah. And then I just wait until someone shits all over me again. Every
1: once in a while, someone squirts every a little cleaner in there. <laughs> I thought you were every six, say diarrhea.
0: Every
1: six months, <laughs> every someone comes on every and every bleaches six months, someone, your heart.
0: Someone blows me up after a Taco Bell <laughs> all meal. All right,
1: relax.
0: So yes, um, but I feel like you and I both move forward. Things I feel like we're moving forward,
1: yeah. I feel like if we are going to overreact, we do it really intensely in that moment.
0: We flush full
1: out, full out diarrhea, (laughs) full out, Um, and then it's gone, and then it's gone with a flush, Mm. yeah.
0: So, um, this is the next part responding with intense anger.
1: don't do that but so who says, does in this room it says
0: if you are fearful of rejection your fear may be accompanied by anger uh-huh. it's a way of fighting back fear or trying to overcome it while anger can feel more empowering than fear anger also keeps you focused on the other person rather than on yourself mm. you may stir up more trouble oh shit i just scrolled away you may stir up more trouble in your relationships and never really address or resolve your own fears that's a good point
1: yeah i don't think you get angry
0: no I have experienced anger before and like unleashed it before on people. <laughs>
1: you think you, you think you have
0: my version of unleashing is Thera.
1: I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah, one time you're like, I hate you. I hate you. And then like 20 minutes later you're like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't I mean it. That. I don't know why I said that. I'm actually it's, obsessed with I'm, you. I'm seriously like my like, I seriously, like my best friend. Yeah, I see it was like a Mariah Carey episode. <laughs> You can't get better than Cher, but you're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. You're the Celine Dion's right hate, Titanic movie. I hate
0: that about myself. But, um, I, you know, um, but I think we've talked about this growing up. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, when I was growing up, I was not allowed to be angry. Like, I wasn't oh, allowed oh, to. Sorry. Like, we weren't allowed to. Is that
1: why you're gay? Uh, yes. <laughs>
0: Add that to the scroll. See, and
1: the, I was taught to get angry, and so that's why I'm i I just had such the
0: opposite experience. <laughs> we were just not allowed to... Like, if we were really upset about something or a situation, yeah, we were just instructed that it is really impolite to let people know that you're upset about something. Mm. And so, like, it's just considered really improper to show anger or...
1: That's southern toxicity.
0: Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, like,
1: hospitality.
0: Hospitality. Or mm-hmm. toxicology.
1: Toxicology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, um, and I feel like if you spend your life, like, just... Uh, I do think I reached a point somewhere where when something happened to me, it's just, like, it's not even worth it to feel angry, because what am I going to do with that? You know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like in some ways it's helped me a lot in my life, because I've seen other people get in um, like these weird rage spirals where they get really angry me. and you can see it Me. you can see it like spinning around them a mm-hmm. little and then they go into these weird spirals and then I can't
1: I know you've looked at me and seen the red aura around me multiple times yes. I know and you're like just are you okay? right? yeah, you're just like being a beacon vessel of like wonderful listening juices and I'm just like <laughs> no <laughs>
0: Like,
1: I just rage, but it's interesting that you you say about like your childhood because I mean, without getting like super sad, like (laughs) I, I just also am aware, like, you know, the way I depict my childhood. I just want to be, you know, I don't know, transparent, but also not exaggerate. Yeah. Sensitive, especially because there are family members that listen to this podcast. but um extreme anger and yelling and cursing was a everyday occurrence in my household.
0: Mm-hmm. And so people let their anger be known when they yeah, were upset.
1: People in, I had to learn how to regulate my emotions by going overboard and learning how to dial it back. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, I was like the opposite of you. Do you know what I mean? Like yours was like, keep it locked away and only let it out a little bit when, you know, it's on your
0: unsuspecting victims 20 years
1: later. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) Um, you know, something like, you know, cursing or screaming or throwing a fit or whatever. Like that was something that was very normal. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Emotions were really high in my house as you know a child and even if i wasn't the one angry i observed a lot of like Mm -hmm. intense emotions being Mm
0: -hmm.
1: outwardly expressed whether it was you know frustration upset anger um even attraction like all of the emotions ran so extreme and pure in my household as a kid Mm -hmm. um and that includes my brother and i because that's what we knew that's what we were taught we were very passionate kids, because we had very passionate parents who, mm-hmm. you know, could give us like the most intense forms of like excitement and joy, and like we knew how to like express like happiness like outwardly. But we also which is such
0: a huge gift. Also,
1: it is like I know how to fucking you know get feel excited and get something. excited for something, and also how to show other people that. I'm excited and those sorts of things. And then I also really know how to show when I'm angry. Uh, So it's a blessing and a curse. We've talked about it a little bit before, but it was always so interesting for me when I started to um, go around the kids and George because they're the opposite of that. They don't react for shit. Michaela does because she's a lot more like her mother. She's a lot more like Amy, and Amy's pretty expressive. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but AJ and George sometimes, like, feel like have negative, like, mm-hmm. not negative bad, but, like,
0: minus yeah,
1: minus negative expressions. And, and, like, they'll, like, open up a gift and they'll be like, cool. And I'm like, that's that. Love yeah. that, you know, where Michaela and I are like, oh my God, it's a chapstick. It's the best fucking <laughs> I chapstick. I hated this chapstick so much. They <laughs> you. How did you know? I love that. It's going to fit perfectly in this one pocket of my jeans. Like
0: also it's such a gender role thing that it, is like enforced because. Is
1: it? Because it wasn't in my house. My brother was the same way.
0: Oh, he's like knows nope. how to react it was to a the gift.
1: Same way. I really just think it comes down to personality. I, I do know what you're trying to like imply and maybe open up mm. the conversation for, but in my experience in the household, both of my brothers and sisters... Uh, and not just my uh, brother, Zach, but all of my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was specifically talking about my brother, Zach, who, like, when we were really younger, mm-hmm. um, my three-step siblings didn't come in until I was, like, 13 or so. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit older, and they were, they were all still younger than me. But, like, when my brother was, like, six, seven, eight, and I, um, like, I remember vividly, like, having... Extreme reactions to things. My brother was a very uh, um, reactive person outwardly, mm. and he was a Virgo, so you have no excuses.
0: I don't understand that. And he was
1: a double. He's a double Libra, so he's a Virgo with a Libra ascendant and a Libra
0: moon. He must be. <clears throat> you must have something cracked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think you're broken.
0: So another thing that people do besides um, respond with intense anger is guard against judgment. Many people who struggle with feeling inadequate or unworthy are, not surprisingly, sensitive to rejection. (laughs) Expecting to be rejected, they naturally guard against being judged by withdrawing socially or being extremely attentive and caring to others. So the two extremes. Withdrawing socially or being overly attentive and caring. It says while they might avoid rejection, they also suffer from feeling alone because they don't interact with others or because they feel that friends would not like them if they knew, quote unquote, the real me.
1: Can you like summarize that again for me as I sort of checked out a bit there?
0: So it says like, uh, if people who are rejection sensitive, like Mm. it can kind of go one of two ways. Mm. Either you avoid people so you don't get rejected in the first place. Yeah. Or you're like overly attentive to people so that they never get to know the real you.
1: Oh, I think I'm the second one.
0: Overly attentive to people and then they never get to know the real you.
1: I don't know. What do you think?
0: I'd say it depends on the person for you. That's Like, true. you don't have, like, a general one. Like, there are people you avoid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I feel that. Uh-huh. But
0: I feel like I'm the same way. There are people I just straight up avoid, mm-hmm. and then some people I'm overly attentive to. Mm-hmm. So, That's like, true. So, I, like, maybe everyone's just, like, a healthy mix of both. But, I maybe. mean, this article said some people let, tend to lean more heavily on one, but I can't think of one for me.
1: Uh-uh. I don't think you're heavily attentive to anyone but yourself. That's fair. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm proud of that for you. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm my number one.
1: Yeah, as you should <laughs> as be, as baby I should girl. Be.
0: Yeah.
1: You deserve it. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. So,
0: okay, uh, yeah, uh, I wasn't sure if we had any thoughts on that. I really don't have any thoughts on that at the moment. I
1: don't either. I'm, yeah.
0: I um, like... responding with an, it doesn't bother me at. <laughs> That's Sorry, me. That's you. That's me. Some people seem totally unfazed by what others. That's me. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, for many, this is the case of appearance appearances potentially being deceiving. Mm. They don't want to be upset by judgment or rejection, so they pretend they don't care or they're numb. <laughs> yeah, the pain cannot be contained. <laughs> <laughs> why is this so funny I'm so sorry this literally everything
1: that I just said yeah, the pain cannot be contained, contained. <laughs> Cause it's, cause... it's like me like in a corner just like rocking back and forth like
0: it's expressed in indirect ways such as feeling anxious um or for no reason or being defensive blah 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 yeah
1: um
0: I feel like I I have an it doesn't bother me attitude about things also yeah but also like just not enough it happens to me in this life you know, where this is such a common issue. Yeah. Like we have such an insulated small group of friends. I hardly ever meet new people.
1: Yeah, I feel like the only ways that this really bothers me is I'm highly, highly sensitive when things uh, happen in my relationship. Like it could be a little fucking interaction and I'm like
0: It doesn't bother me. It no. <laughs>
1: oh no, I'm the opposite. It bothers me. Yeah, the, he didn't look at me longer than two seconds. I just, it'll, like, I'm very sensitive to the way in which I see reciprocated, mm-hmm. like, love or just things like that. Just to add to the like ambiance,
0: that. we're adding paper to the fire to try and <laughs> get the fire going. Yeah.
1: Um, I just haven't been tending to it as much because I really was listening to what you were saying, so. Oh. Thank you.
0: I, <laughs> I wonder if they picked that up. I'm the
1: fire guy. That sudden
0: burst of flame. the fire Really.
1: so if you keep the door open all the way it actually puts the fire out does it really and if you crack it a bit it forces the wind can you see how the yeah. fire picks up it forces the wind to suck in from the room and up the chute it's like blowing on the fire to enhance the flames now if you do this for too long you're just gonna it'll over you know it'll overkill it. it but if you need to get it going again and have the logs catch you see how the now not just the paper's caught but the log is caught
0: that was cool i did Um, not know that
1: yeah so if you want to play with this ever which i don't think you ever will but
0: so Um, uh, you know speaking of me never doing that being independent and (laughs) self-sufficient
1: This is like, so. so I, nobody kidding. bothers me, and you're like, it's fine, I'm independent.
0: So, the next one is being independent and self-sufficient. Extremely self-sufficient people are also more sensitive to judgment than they appear. Though they don't feel afraid of rejection, this lack of concern is the product of avoiding it. One consequence of this style of coping with potential rejection is that they feel emotionally alone. <laughs> It says they often don't even know that they are lonely.
1: emotionally alone, work to actually be emotionally alone. Yes.
0: They don't even know that they're lonely. Instead, they might be conscious of boredom or restlessness. Mm. So I guess um, a way of avoiding rejection is being hyper-independent and hyper-self-sufficient. And then people don't realize that the reason they're feeling so restless and bored is because they're lonely. Because they're avoiding those feelings of rejection.
1: Uh, Why do you feel that way? (laughs)
0: <laughs> How can you feel lonely in this house? There's always like four people in here. It feels like.
1: Is it? This is just me.
0: It's you're. F- you, I, like am, I You're, you're four right, people. You're
1: right, babes. You're right. I take that back. <laughs>
0: you're on two it's phone. me c- and my you're three. You're on ghosts. two phone calls at once with videos playing. Yeah, you know, there that's could, true. E- There could easily be three. I'm people always in the
1: house. on Marco Polo talking to someone. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, music's playing. Music
1: playing. Video playing mm. while I'm on Marco Polo. Maybe a TV show playing. It's mm-hmm.
0: so like, yeah, you're not CB's like TV Phoebe's barking. It's impossible to feel like you're alone in a house when Samantha Menzell is with you because...
1: because there's constant, <laughs> because constant... You know she's there. ...media consumption. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, um, I don't feel like I... at this I have felt this before in the past, like with that one relationship I had where I was living in that one-bedroom apartment, even though I was living really closely with somebody, I had intense restlessness and boredom, and I didn't realize it was... Cause I was lonely.
1: Oh, and that was when we were talking every single day.
0: Mm-hmm. Aww. And I was feeling really lonely. And I think uh, I wonder how much this like rejection sensitivity played into it. Like, yeah, I, I didn't want to re- leave that relationship, maybe because I was afraid of like future rejections, and you know, like I wonder what yeah. all was playing into that. So it says, if you recognize any of these traits in yourself. It's time to look inward. Oh. <laughs> oh thanks. Yeah, I
1: recognize um, multiple of those amongst. Consider my the different
0: examples of it in your life. Yeah. Think about whether there are certain circumstances that seem to elicit it and reflect back. Thanks. Reflect back. That literally helped me in no way. In no way. I do think it's interesting to be able That's to a like good
1: conversation. put
0: words to it to like see like oh you know what I do have an it doesn't bother me attitude or I do guard against judgment or yeah. respond with intense anger. <laughs>
1: you don't i do i respond with intense anger i respond in a it doesn't bother me kind of way mm-hmm. um although i know this is gonna seem like stupid because it was literally like well yeah, if you're saying it doesn't bother you it clearly bothers you i do think that eight eight times out of ten mm-hmm. when i say it doesn't bother me it really it doesn't, really doesn't. because mm-hmm. i'm the kind of person that like I will tell you if it bothers me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be different if I was saying it didn't bother me, and I and like I was like nothing bothers me because a lot does bother me. But mm-hmm. I'll just tell you that it bothers me.
0: I'm thinking like of a metaphor for the way that like things bother me. Yeah. Like okay, so everyone, I am a Pisces rising, mm-hmm. right? So like when I have emotions and I'm feeling things, mm-hmm. um, you know, how like sometimes I feel like maybe. Because your rising sign is Virgo. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's an earth sign, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're feeling things, you can, like, grab onto them and, like, know what know what yeah, they are. I'm
1: pretty good at, like, sexualizing my feelings. Well, I feel
0: like when I have emotions, it's, like, a wave, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling it really intensely. However, I can't grab onto it. So, like... Yeah. Um,
1: you I, know that scene in Alice in Wonderland where she's um, crying and her, and her tears, tears are making her, like, big? Around. And she's going to drown. Mm-hmm. That's you. <laughs> so,
0: but on the other hand, though, like, um, like, a place floods, but it always drains. And then it, there's, there's no evidence that it was ever there, except for the destruction.
1: <laughs> That's not true, but
0: okay. So, uh, I feel like for me, I can't hold on to the emotions. They're mm-hmm. swirling, and then they drain away. And I couldn't tell you, I couldn't distinguish one droplet from the other. Like, I, there's no way. Like, I don't know what, like, my motto is, I don't know what was that. Yeah, you
1: know? yes, I would agree with that. Like, you you got there. You got me there, because I was like, mm, no.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I do. I, I know like, what you mean now. So I, I, I wonder if like the different signs... I'm sure they do, but the way astrology factors into that wave of emotion that everybody mm. gets. Yeah. And like an earth sign being able to be like, oh, yes, here's something concrete. Mm-hmm. And then me being like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> um...
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of different parts of, like, your chart that will kind of signify how you deal with your emotions and how you deal with the way you get angry and how you, you know, will pick up on things or start things. Like, there's different parts of your chart that will, you know, give you more clues. You know, your moon sign is a good place to start with. Um, if not how you get angry, then, like, how you deal with your emotions. Like it's, mm-hmm. So, I would say typically I always go to the moon sign for like a starter basis of like how people emotionally will react to things and for you you got a Libra moon and so it doesn't matter if it bothers you your main goal is to make sure that nobody knows it bothers you because in any way if it inconveniences anyone else at any point in time then it will bother you even more. So Mm -hmm. it's worth more to you to, like, swallow it, to, like, get rid of it and, like, pretend it's not real. Because if anybody is minorly inconvenienced by your emotions, that will make things worse for you. Mm -hmm. So you'd rather just deal with the emotions and pretend it's not real. yours
0: is in Taurus.
1: And mine's in Taurus. (laughs) So you know how the bulls are really quite gentle if mm. they're not fucked with.
0: Have you ever seen a bull take a shit? <sighs>
1: um
0: Oh, no? you're not from Texas. No. There's nothing gentle about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what I was going to say is, is like if you leave a bull alone and mm-hmm. it's just probably going to graze in the in the pasture, like it's going to fucking roam here, roam there, it doesn't really get very far. It's pretty slow.
0: Mm-hmm. It just
1: wants to feed and chill in the sun and whatever. Mhm. But uh, Taurus moons, excuse me, Taurus moons when they feel angry or whatever, it typically takes
0: you rile a long
1: up. time to get them angry or to make them really deal with their emotions. You got to rile them up, and even then, it's like oh, they might kick their heels up, they might flick their tail a little bit,
0: blow smoke ring, blow
1: smoke ring. <laughs> you know the whole you know classic animated Bugs yeah. Bunny. You know, and did you know bulls are colorblind? No. That they can't see the color red.
0: Is that the only color they can't see? Like
1: I don't know. It might be sort of like a dog thing where there's only a few hues they can see. Uh, but yeah, they can't even see the color red. It doesn't have to do with the color red. It's like they're trained to, you know, yeah. to be reactionary to certain Weird. things. Um, but yeah, you can fuck. With it wouldn't a feel the
0: same if like you were a bull tamer and you had like a neon pink.
1: No, <laughs> you it know, wouldn't. Like no.
0: blanket, you were flapping around. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, if you've ever seen, like, bulls charge through a city, once they, you get them to the point of no return, they will...
0: Go. They
1: will go, and they will take everything out in their path. They will stop at nothing. There is no person, no car, mm-hmm. no building strong enough for this fucking bull. They're going to to, to move mountains to get they will run their off rage off. They will run off a cliff. Um, and so, yeah, don't fuck with me. <laughs>
0: Because you'll die. Because,
1: honestly, it takes a whole lot to get me really, really revved up. Like, there's a few things where, like, my engine revs, and I'm like, fuck Mm -hmm. that guy, or, like, fuck this guy, or whatever. Like, that's stupid. Or I'll get angry in, like, little bursts. But, like, if Skylar's seen me, when I'm charging through the city, (laughs) I'm not even scary. I'm just, like, like, I'm just, like, you gotta set the timer and hope that Mm. it goes out. Like, because it's just, I'm... There's nothing that I just see red and there's mm. nothing I can do but just concentrate on what I'm angry at and my blood boils. Yes. But that doesn't happen too often. No. You want to laugh, don't you? No. Okay, good. I I'm feel listening. like yeah, I feel like I'm passionate. I feel like I get angry, but for like me to like charge through the city, like there's only been a, few a handful instances. of times. Yeah, a handful of times since you've lived with me where that's been, like, truly, like...
0: <laughs> the cops are chasing yeah. us. Yeah. We're going 120 miles an hour. Yeah. Oof. So that was the end of the article. That was that was everything. So. I think that's
1: the end of the episode, too. Do you want to maybe... Is, is it... It's gonna be Yule. It's gonna be Christmas and Yule Any day now. in a few days. Do we want to like? Is Yule t- on
0: Christmas this year?
1: Do you wanna? Well, do you wanna pull a tarot card for like maybe like the
0: the holidays?
1: That holidays a message to our listeners. Um, I don't
0: know yeah. what that
1: accent was. Or how about not for them? Because what if it's a bad card? It's just for <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Yay, it's Yay. for you. Card for you for the holidays. It's
0: the nine of wands. It's almost over. But that doesn't resonate because I fucking love Christmas. I know. I love the holidays. Yeah. I love yeah.
1: We have Lights. a nice house with... It's <clears> going to be cute. We have presents. The presents already wrapped underneath the tree.
0: It was reversed. So maybe it's saying, like, Skylar, you Let know what? Let your defenses down. Let your defenses down. Just go ahead and have the next greatest five days leading up to Christmas. Aww. Like. Do you
1: work at all? or? I
0: like, can't remember. I know I'm off on Christmas.
1: That's great. That's all I know. That's awesome.
0: And when does that ever happen? Mm. Actually, it always happens. That's, ever since yeah, I started British, working at the yeah. hardware store.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, they're never open then. So. They're
0: never open then. But before that...
1: But before always that, worked Christ- always working You know when I worked Christmas. at
0: the hotel before I moved yeah. to Michigan? On Christmas Day, I would work from 7 in the morning to 11 p.m. at night, every Christmas. Would
1: you get time and a half? No. Well, you're no f- time
0: and a half chump. I know. Hilton doesn't do time and a half for holidays. Oh, just call them out. Oh, shit. I meant <laughs> random innocuous hotel brand.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, I got the chariot reversed. I will not... Either my car is gonna break down, <laughs> oh, or no I need to slow down and give myself a break during the holidays.
0: Absolutely, that's what they're for. It's I know. Why I they just exist. feel
1: like we just took a a vacation, and so I'm like on overload work. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like pack as much in as I can and yeah, prepare and get back on like the work grind and make sure I'm fulfilling orders because I've gotten beautiful readings from clients that I need to fulfill on videos to film and paperwork to do and artwork to complete and mm-hmm. presents. I just feel like You gotta I, hang
0: up your moon bee?
1: I do. <laughs> I'm so excited about yeah. it. A little Zig zigzag. Zag. Yeah, so what should I take away from that? Mm, we'll go with my car. We'll break down.
0: Ooh. That gives me anxiety for you. But where do you go?
1: I don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I live here forever. Me and my four personalities. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're sick of each other. <laughs> I hate that bitch.
1: <laughs> no, um.
0: Speaking of hating those bitches, our lovely supporters. Oh, speaking
1: of other bitches we hate. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much to th- this list of wonderful people who choose to uh, contribute to our podcast every month. These are our supporters, and we just want to give them a big thank you. Sarah N, Julie C, Anna M, Teresa D, Heather A, Alyssa S, Rebecca PK, Lindsay M, Dominic B, Melanie W, Catherine L, Phil K, Jesse D, and David B. Thank you so much to our supporters. If you would like to support this podcast, you can do so for a dollar a month, $5 a month, even $10 a month by going to anchor.fm slash speaking of which and clicking the support button. There should be a link on any of the podcast platforms that you are listening to this on as well, but we've heard people saying in the past that it was hard to find. So anchor.fm slash speaking of which and click the support button. If you can't or don't want to financially contribute to us, then you can, but you want to support us in other ways. You can share this episode on a social media platform like Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter. You can rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Five stars only. Give us Mm -hmm. the most random review that doesn't make sense at all. Just put something in like Justin Timberlake. Goop. Goop. Um, And then everyone will want to, like, listen because they won't understand and they want to know what it's about. Uh, Also, you know, favorites videos. If you guys have your own YouTube channel and you ever want to put us in your favorites videos, you know, just, like, feel free. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll allow it. Um, And I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Speaking of Witch. And we hope you all have a wonderful holiday season.
0: We'll see you after Christmas. Yeah,
1: we'll see you next week. We'll see you when we're a lot richer in presents. I think that's I thought you
0: meant like emotional presents. I was like, I felt like we did pretty good. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, money and gifts. Like money
0: and gifts.
1: All right, love you guys.
0: Goodbye. Bye.